Hey everyone, this podcast is made possible by people at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, but we get it, sometimes you just can't afford to subscribe to your favorite Patreon people, so if you want to help out the network, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash tipjar and hit that Amazon referral link. That allows uh, Duckfeed to get a little bit of a kickback when you buy stuff on Amazon, like maybe the next couple of volumes of X-Men the Animated Series. You're going to need both of them to keep up with the show because this series is ridiculous when it comes to continuity. Anyway, that link is duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. Thanks and enjoy this episode. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where me and Gary cover all things related to the X-Men. Today, we are reading your feedback from Season 3 and really just all things X-Men related. We, did, we didn't really put a filter on this or anything. How are you today, Gary? I'm okay. Yeah, medium. I, I just, um, you know. I'm going to out you because I know you won't uh, probably say on the podcast and we're recording this like the day before it's going to be out. So happy birthday. You're recording on your birthday yeah. for some reason. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening for- on my birthday. I, I'm still, I'm just working. Um, just working for, for the birthday. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a long history of, uh, of duck feed and, and birthdays. My, my birthday is actually the anniversary of the first episode of WAF. So the, the uh, first episode of watch out fireballs came out six years today. Oh wow! Um, which is the the birth of modern duck feed? Like you know, Cola done uh, the level, mm-hmm. or you know, don't trade before that. Uh, so the network had been around, but the uh, the 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 modern era, or what? Ha- however you wanted to define it, when I came around, mm-hmm. um, started uh, on my birthday as well. So it is a, a momentous day for the network. I think it's uh, uh, Bernie Sanders' birthday as well. There's all kinds of joy to to spread around about September eighth. So. It's um it's eleven days before my wife's birthday, so you guys are you guys are pretty oh, close fantastic. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you have any suggestions? Autumn. By the way, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so um, no. actually, she she literally just. Well, there, there's my number she's... one suggestion right there. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like... Here's here's fifteen episodes of this podcast I've been ignoring you to record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. She she actually just started listening to the podcast, so in about six months oh. she's going to catch up to this, and she's going to be like, "What the fuck, Jeremy?" Well, that, that's very time. sweet of her. I don't, I don't, I actually, I was kidding about that. I feel like nobody has any pressure to listen to anything. I've never made a significant other listen to a podcast I've done. Uh, I don't, um, I don't, I don't make Autumn at all because I think that's really super weird. But she she has chosen to do so with this and uh, Monster of the Week, so I'm, I'm very oh. grateful for that. She seems to like very nice of her. Yeah, big big fan of that Autumn. I listen, yeah, yeah, she's, um, she's a cool chick. So, yeah, uh, we are here. We had a, we have a variety of questions and prompts and things to talk about, and mm-hmm. uh, all from all from our listeners, our lovely listeners. Uh, do you want to just jump yeah. into that? Yeah, just uh, before we get started, you know, you can send these in. We put a call out for these at the end of the season, but uh, you can send these in whenever you like, um, either to uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact. You can also just send them directly to my email box at gary at duckfeed. TV. Either mm-hmm. or is fine. And, uh, you know, if so, if you if you hear this and you're like, man, I missed the cutoff, you have not missed the cutoff. 
there yeah. will be several more of these. So you can get in for the next one. Uh, there'll be a couple, you know, it'll be a few months down the road, but you can get in for it. So, uh, just go ahead and send in your, your prompts, your X-Men questions, your season related questions, whatever you like, um, anytime. And I keep these, um, so if you send them to those places or you go to days of future cast slash contact, um, I, I keep a, I keep track of all these all year round. So I, I'm continually mm-hmm. adding to this list to make sure we're building the list, Gary. Hashtag. Oh, excellent. List. Yeah. Um, so we, we will, uh, <laughs> sell your information to Equifax. Um, <laughs> I would just like to buy my information <laughs> off of Equifax at this point. <laughs> uh, so, Perhaps it was always stupid to to trust a a private company with literally all of our personal information. I, uh, I that's like a kind of thing that made sense in the past and and just no longer makes sense. It probably didn't necessarily make sense in the past. We just had no reference for what it could do, right? Like nobody understood yeah. what getting their identity stolen was in 1979. I'm sure, or or no options. Like it was just like, oh, you have to play ball with us if you want to deal with with credit reports, and mm-hmm. you want to deal with that because people are going to ask us whether you're a good person or not. And you want us to say yes. So, or you want to know what we're going to say. So I, I like to, uh, complicated feelings. I don't, um, I don't like to do that thing where like, Hey, did you see this tweet? <laughs> but yeah. Hey, did you see this tweet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the one going around saying like, Oh, Equifax, you know, you, you, you missed one payment back in 2008. So now you can't buy a house. <laughs> and then now yeah. re-release your social security number. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No big, no biggie. No biggie. Yeah. No problem there. Yeah, we're, um, we're fine. Um, I, yeah, I, I was looking up stuff about that today and it was making me mad. Like the company's response. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was making yeah. me mad. Like they're, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, they're sorry and all that jazz, but like, I don't know. It's not enough. I want them to be like, I don't know, like publicly shamed. I want them to have to like, you know, I want an Equifax representative to come to my house and like give me like $740. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I, I want the concept of credit to be demolished by those dudes that stole <laughs> the, the sold yeah, all like of their a stock. Club scenario. Yeah, I just want that yeah. to happen with the three companies until nothing is left and you know everybody owns everything. Communist yeah. America. That, yeah, there we go. That's that's actually what I want. I changed my answer. <laughs> that seven hundred and forty dollars <laughs> seems modest in comparison now. When uh, so. when we bought our first house, I uh. I I was a young child. I was a young man, and I I didn't exactly like keep up with all of my monetary and financial shit the way I was supposed to. So, um, we started pulling credit reports, and I had like some blemishes, right? Like I had like a hospital mm-hmm. bill that I didn't pay, and then uh, one of them was a um that was on the credit was an eight hundred dollar charge that I had not paid from nineteen ninety seven. And this was in 2004. <laughs> so, um, and it was to a magazine company. And this, all of these credit reporting companies said, were, were saying that I had paid or that I had subscribed to $800 worth of magazines <laughs> somehow in 1990. That's a lot of magazines. I mean, that's a lot of magazines. And uh, it turns out, Gary, I, I actually did it. So I'm, I'm on the hook for this one. Oh. Um, Oh. Uh, they called me at my workplace, which was a Babbage's, uh, and said, like, hey, do, do you want to subscribe to this magazine service? If you subscribe to this first one, we're going to give you a second one for free. And I dumbass 17-year-old Jeremy was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do that. And then yeah. I don't I don't remember receiving any of the magazines and totally forgot about it, but they had, like, they had my voice recorded from 1997 that they oh. played back for me. Because <laughs> yeah, I was refusing covered. it, right? I was like, I've never got any fucking magazines from y'all. What are you talking about? And uh. they were like, is this you, sir? Click. And like, <laughs> I, I didn't have a squeaky voice, but definitely like tiny voice J, right? <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Fucking yeah. credit companies. Yeah, yeah, predatory. 
You know, it's all mm-hmm. very predatory. It is. And it's like, there, there's a whole lot of like, you know, don't be a victim. But there's also like, why do we live in this world with these shitty predators? You know? This isn't um, one of our questions, but who do you think has the worst credit out of the uh, animated, <laughs> X-Men animated team? It's got to be you know, the Gambit it, it or Wolverine, kind of, right? <laughs> well, I was, see, I was thinking Gambit at first, but I can also see him being like no credit. Like, cause oh, he gets sure. people to pay for things for him, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think Wolverine, because he's had so much time. You know, to do it like he's, you know, at some point during his how long he's been alive, like he's going to like, oh, I'd like a boat, you know, and then he's going to get credit for a boat. And then he's like, I don't know. What are they going to do to me if I don't pay it? You know, <laughs> I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm functionally immortal and I have claws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck I'm, your I'm boat. And I, and I got a boat. So I'm out of here on the, on the fucking sun spear. Um, <laughs> like uh, the uh, uh, sun spear is a town in Game of Thrones. Sun chaser. Sun Chaser, the, yeah, the that's boat. Sounds, yeah, yeah the, the, Logan. the Logan boat, but mm-hmm. the um, but yeah, so I think probably 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 Wolverine or like surprise twist, like Professor X. That's I was just is, about to say that because he's her. he's got so many car notes. Like who knows what that yeah, dude is actually worth? <laughs> yeah, because he just he, he just gives them to somebody, but then just says don't worry about it. But he's still probably making payments, and they're in his name at least. I would love to get so. into the um, like sit down with Xavier's accountant, or do you think he's just like soloing that stuff himself? Like, do you think he's just like yeah. trying to manage his own money, do his own taxes kind of guy? So it kind of depends on the continuity because in the sh- in the uh, comics, Iceman is an accountant. So I imagine they had that, you know, locked up. But in the show, Iceman has long been fired. So maybe he's like, I can do this myself. And then he just sits down with QuickBooks and like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to download, download the tutorial. Why is it a subscription service now? I like buying apps and having it on my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Xavier so. getting mad at new software pricing models is maybe like kind of, kind of the only Xavier solo <laughs> run that I want to read. There's not a lot of him being like a cranky old man, but you know, he's got to be like a pretty cranky old man about all that stuff. Like he yeah, sees like, like iPods and stuff in the halls and, and has these, a real problem with it. These fucking mutants and their goddamn iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> their Snapchats and their Instagrams. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Professor Xavier, we hate you I so much. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's get into uh, let's get into our questions. Um, I'll get started here with uh, Joe from Illinois, who contacted us via the contact form, and Joe says, uh, "So I had to share a hilarious story regarding X Men Three. It's kind of a long story, but the payoff is worth it. We'll be the judge of that, Joe." Hmm. Um, when, when X-Men 3, I, I bet you it is. I, that's not what it mean. Um, when X-Men 3 was in theaters, I happened to be in Valparaiso. Sure. Uh, Indiana. I'm not sure if I pronounce it right. In Indiana with my now ex-wife checking out the law school. We were bored and there was nothing to do. So we went and saw X-Men 3 uh, at what turned out to be a very rundown theater in a crappy neighborhood. The theater was only us and a group of a half dozen or so alpha male dude bros of various races. Eventually, we reached the point in the movie where the X-Men go looking for Cyclops after Gene kills him at the weird lake with all the floaty shit. Wolverine looks over in shock and says something along the lines of, I think she killed Scott. At this point, one of the dude bros, a very large African-American man with a very deep Mark- Michael Clark Duncan-esque voice, claps his hand and screams, Woo! Fuck that guy! <laughs> uh, it was the only time in the entire movie that anyone reacted in any way, and it was with uncontrollable laughter. I love the idea of a, of a dude bro just like having enough context of the X-Men of like going to see these movies for the last 10 years and be like, man, fuck Cyclops. I hate that dude. Yeah, fuck that guy. 
and being super excited. But, like we didn't talk about that. We talked about it a little bit about how we were like kind of disappointed that they killed Cyclops basically off screen in the first 20 minutes of that movie. But like being the other side of that coin and them just being super excited yeah. about it is great. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all repeal and replace Cyclops and we're all like improve Cyclops, you know, <clears> make, make him better. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I told this story before, and it's a secondhand story, so it's not super great. But my friends um, Austin and Zach went and saw Spider Man in the theater, and during the part where Spider Man hangs upside down and kisses Mary Jane, mm-hmm. uh, someone in the theater yelled out, "She a ho for real," <laughs> <laughs> which I think owns. Like, just... I love. Uh, um, it's weird how. Like there's a certain type of movie audience, and I'm totally okay with doing that, right? Um, yeah. Like and a, like I went to see Get Out, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like there was just a group of people that were extremely into that movie, and I, that would be kind of like if you asked me, I'd say like anybody talking to that movie is an asshole. But like every once in a while, you would just hear "Get the fuck out" or stuff yes. like that, <laughs> <laughs> and like it just added to the experience at that point. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, so I sometimes that stuff really works for me, and then other times I just want to strangle somebody because they're talking in a movie theater. There are a bunch of reviews that get out where people were saying, like, I can't believe, why didn't he get out? And I'm like, it's the fucking title of the movie. Like, that, that that's the struggle of the movie, is is why he didn't do that. What do you mean, like, why didn't he leave? Uh, you know, it's literally the title. So, come on, yeah. people. Our second question, or um, prompt, is from Duckfeed Friend. Samuel Bear, Sam Bear. Hey, Sam. Um, he says, in your opinion, would X-Men 3 have been a better movie if Multiple Man was played by Jamie Madrix from the band Twisted? If you've never seen him <laughs> act, he has originally... <laughs> he has a reasonably large role in the film Big Money Hustlers and its prequel, Big Money Rustlers, both of which are available to stream if you have Amazon Prime, if you don't already own copies of them. Thank you, and where's Gene, Sam? I uh, those are, those are the Juggalo films, the uh, jug- where they're Juggalo cowboys, are the big are, money hustlers and rustlers. Is that what that is? I've never, I've never yeah. heard. Oh wow, it sure is. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's something. Um, no, I didn't. I did not know about. Uh, I didn't know his name was Jamie Madrix. My my knowledge <laughs> of the the, ex- the extended twisted verse is like extremely low. So <laughs> that's uh, my knowledge is everything that Sam put into this email. For this. I am not it's, familiar with the band. It's just twisted. gone up ten thousand <laughs> percent, and I don't like it, Sam. Thank you. I don't. Uh, this is not fun for me. This is. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know about these things. Now I'm going to have to go and stream these stupid movies because I can't help myself. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. I'm kind of curious. And especially now that like the weird thing that happened where juggles are good now, you know, like where it's like, Oh, like they're going to, they're going to go fight Nazis. Like speaking twisted. It. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird, right? Like, it's just like, Oh, like those are, those are our brothers in arms. They're going to go punch a bunch of Nazis in the face in Washington. Whoop, whoop. You know, like sign me up. Like I'm into these guys now. Yeah. Um, I don't I, know um, if I want to watch their movie, but I don't want to watch their them. movies. I don't want to listen to their music. I don't want to go to their events. Oh, yeah. I, I would, I, there's, I would never listen to an uh, like an album. <laughs> like I, I think it's extremely bad music. Uh, have you, have you, you know, ever but met just a like as, as guys? Um, you know, I've met a lot of people I, I consider to be like closet juggalos. Okay. You know, um, like it just they see they <laughs> like, seemed like juggalos to me, but they but weren't they like in full regalia. You know? I knew I knew one woman. Um, she was a friend of my a friend of my friends. Like she she was went to the same college that my friend did, and uh, 
that was the first person I'd ever met that I think first and last person that I ever met <laughs> that knew what what juggalos were and then like were really really into it like that's all she wanted to do was listen to hmm. the jug so yeah the family the fam yes absolutely yeah probably probably not for me in general but I, if like if they're gonna go and march a bunch uh, you know against a bunch of shitheads like good on them sure know? yeah like no war war makes uneasy alliances. It's amazing what side you're on with people that all hate Nazis together. Like, it's amazing what brings people together. Actually, no, it's not. They're fucking Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally. It actually brought a bunch of people together uh, at one very specific time in a real big bad way. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this is me. Uh, this is uh, Joe, uh, a different Joe, presumably, mm-hmm. uh, who wrote in, and Joe says, uh, "Hello, friends." As Futurecast superfans, me and my brother Jimbo are having a heated dispute. And I, I love people named Jimbo. And I love when Simpsons names make their way into real real life. Like, I haven't met a Millhouse, but someday I will. I've, I've um, known a lot of Jimbos before the super, before really? uh, Simpsons started. Yeah, yeah. Jimbo I was never, a popular name in North Louisiana for some reason. <laughs> I knew, like, three when I was ten. It was ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> um, so J- Joe and Jimbo, uh, he continues. Um, I think only you boys can sell this once and for all. So here's go- here goes. Is Cyclops' voice actor... Uh, extremely, I do mean extremely good. Also, in your opinions, is there a voice actor on the show that is so true to the character that they have become an essential part of the character when you conjure them up in your mind? I'm sure at the very least we can agree that it's not Gene. Uh, the show is great, as are you both. Thank you always. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for the kind words. Um, I, I, the second part, uh, I think that they, they land, land, landed, uh, Magneto. Yes. Um, yeah, I've said that before, but I think he's great. Um, I like, I've liked like screen depictions of Magneto as well. Um, but the, uh, I think that they, the TV show has done a really, really good job of that, that kind of tone and everything. And that is very close to my Magneto, like my comic Magneto. My, uh, in the app, if I can't pick Magneto, I'd have a hard time choosing between Apocalypse or Wolverine because oh yeah oh the wolverine wolverine is really great too and i think wolverine is the is is the answer to like the one true to the character like that's that 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 wolverine and we've talked about this before kind of defined my like that's the voice i hear in my head when hugh jackman talks so yeah (laughs) and and hugh jackman's good at it too like Mm -hmm. is wolverine the fictional character has gotten off the bus like the most accurately there's not really a bad wolverine out there you know, other than the uh, the Pride of the X Men, yeah, Pride of the X Men was pretty bad. Um, but there's... like Wolverine is, is, other than that, like Wolverine is batting real well. It's like batting an eight hundred. I don't know. I don't know baseball. <laughs> it's five thousand. <000. laughs> like batting five thousand. <laughs> yeah, like, he's batting like, Deltron thirty thirty. That's what he's batting. Yeah, right just now. just big numbers. You know, <laughs> I, I understand that big is better than small. Somebody in the Slack was talking uh, some Yang about the, I guess there was a Wolverine anime, and uh, which I, I knew there was an X-Men anime, but I didn't know there was a Wolverine-specific anime, which I'm not surprised at that at all. But uh, they said that that's pretty bad, so maybe that's the only <sighs> negative time. Well, um, I think we can probably find the common, common sure. thread in those bad things between the uh, X-Men <laughs> anime and the Wolverine <laughs> anime. <laughs> um, did you say talking talk Yang? Yeah, talking. Is that, is that an expression? I, I guess so. I use it a lot. You don't. You've never heard me say that. <laughs> no, like, you definitely never said it on this show. This got to be one of the things on the other podcast because I would have noticed if you had said talking Talk, yang. I say talking yang a lot. I think that's me and Autumn have picked that up from somewhere, and we we say it to each other. Like that dude's talking a bunch of yang about my, you know, about my shit or whatever. Like. Well, what does it? <laughs> Do what st- does it mean like, then? Somebody's talking a bunch of mess about me. Like someone's talking a bunch of trash. Oh, like, yeah. like talking talking shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, gotcha. 
Because at first it sounded like somebody was just talking it up, you know, but then, then they said it was uh, bad. So I got, I got to a little bit, but I wasn't sure if it was good or bad to talk Yang. Man, I guess that's a terrible expression if you can't pick it up for your context clues, huh? <laughs> no, well, I, <laughs> I did eventually. So it's, it, it's a workshopable expression. Um, the, the Cyclops actor, I think, is like, boy, extremely good. Um, yeah. He, he's uh, I think he has a real problem with range. So it's like, it depends on how you're defining an actor. Like he's actually like really good at when he needs to forcefully emote. Um, but he, they don't give him a lot of opportunity to have other emotions other than just like, you know, dad. stay out of my house, <laughs> dad. You know, these the just kind of, you know, uh, robots, huh? Like just lots of like exclamation point statements. They don't give him a lot of room to like do very much else. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a couple like tender moments with Gene, uh, that he has, but not very many. Like for the most part, he's kind of going in and kind of yelling things. And I think he is very good at that. So I, I, it's hard for me to say extremely. And I mean, extremely <laughs> uh, good, good. Like Joe does, but he is like, I mean, he's solidly above average. Like, and we, I think the voice cast in general is like way, well, well, well above average for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, even within that Scott's very good. Yeah. I think, I think it's hard for me to like, say it's a, it's a 100% win across the board because like you said, anytime that there's a quiet moment, it kind of comes off as a little hammy, but anytime that he's screaming, not Gene or Gene or Dad is a good time for me. So in yeah. that case, I would say extremely, but not extremely good. <laughs> so no, I can't go yeah. two extremes on that. I'm sorry. I can only do yeah, one, 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 one extreme. Yeah. Yep. So, so I guess you guys are both wrong in, in, in settling the conflict. Yeah. Tell somebody's us, saying he's bad and somebody's if, saying he's extremely, extremely good. <laughs> Tell us how you and Jimbo are going to settle this now that we were not able to do this for you. Write us back and let us know because I'm, I'm curious how, how, how you guys settle that kind of stuff in, in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Our next question is from uh, Gabe the DM, who is at In Party Conflict on Twitter. Uh, if you would have any superpower, what would it be? And conversely, what's the worst superpower in the X Men continuity, in your opinion? I feel like we've answered this one in the past, but um, uh, that's it's okay. It's uh, we we can answer again. Oh yeah, because I think mine I, has I can, changed. <laughs> if I had a dollar for uh, every time someone asked me and Cole what we're going to do if Bloodborne Two comes out. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be like rich, but I feel like I would have like seventy bucks. You would be at you would be at uh, Ruth Chris tonight having a nice steak on the on the, yeah, the Bloodborne yeah, Two fans. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be at Equifax Reparations money. Not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, God, if they come out in this like, here's your check for a dollar forty two, like AT and T did, did that totally. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, yeah. like well, in, in March by cashing this um, check, you waive any of your rights to counsel. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. The so so worst uh, worst power again. Doing the, the easier one first, um, and then there's lots of different mutants that have shitty powers. Like a lot of them, like literally make them die. You know, so it, so it's hard to uh, you know to argue with those. Like there's that kid made of gas and stuff in, mm-hmm. in the Morrison run. But like as far as like X Men people might have heard of or X Men that that show up, uh, you know, around like Marrow's got it pretty rough. Um, I think that the Marrow's got a pretty bad power. Um, it's pretty gross and like looks really painful. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't look out of her skin. Yeah. That doesn't look like it. It doesn't look sanitary either. Like that feels like she would no. have like all of those protrusions being infected all the time. Yeah. You can't like get like, Oh, like I spilled a little bit of hot sauce on my shirt and then like, no, it got on your bone. <laughs> you know, like you <laughs> like constantly getting things on your bones that you're not supposed to get. And as far as I know, you're not supposed to get anything on your bones. 
like just the things that are already there, but you're not supposed to add to your bones. You I'm know? not, I'm not a bone scientist, but I will agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that, so that would be a very like, you know, and I don't, I don't remember if she has like a healing factor too, but if not like Jesus Christ, you know, cause the, I mean, she rips them off. If she doesn't like, it's like how rhinos like wear down their own horns and stuff. Like she rips them off and throws them as daggers so she can fight. But if she doesn't, they just keep growing. You know, so like that's that's a like a level of maintenance I think is very very disturbing. You know, like oh I get I have to break off this like spine protrusion that's growing. You know, I can't you can't sleep. You know that that's the, that always struck me as a pretty pretty bum deal as far as a power. I never really thought about that, but um that that's going to create a real disposal problem. Like my my real time oh, yeah. job, my real life job is working in the utilities business. So I'm like loosely knowledgeable about how sewer systems in rural Louisiana work. Right. And like, I can tell you that nobody wants to, you put a bunch of bones in a sewer system. <laughs> like it's not, it's not going to be healthy for the device at your house or at the plant. <laughs> like nobody's going to want that. And if it well, happens if a lot, throw them they, away. But you where? Know? Like you're gonna you're gonna stack up a whole fucking landfill yeah. full of bones. And the the, co- the cops are gonna have a lot of problems with you constantly throwing away human bones. You I know? guess like, I guess if you if you sold them to like uh, Warner Brothers or Sony so they can make like post apocalyptic death fields, right? Like they could use them as sets. Like here's a bunch of bones for the latest you know Transformers movie where all the Transformers kill the humans or whatever is happening in Transformers yeah. right now. Something. Uh, I think my answer on worst superpower. Um, I was I was just kind of sitting here thinking. And and it's not it's not necessarily bad, but it's something that occurred to me as we've been watching the X Men movies that uh, Pyro mm-hmm. has has control over Pyro, but can't actually create mm-hmm. fire. Has control over fire, but can't actually create it. Like that's just kind of a bummer, right? Like mm. like if he were if he were tied up in an empty room, he'd be like, well, I ha- I'm like I'm a what was it a category five mutant or whatever, but I, I'm yeah. really useless yeah. because there's not a candle in the room that I can do something with. So, yeah, it's not the worst, like you said, because there's people that literally die about the mutants that literally die. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what's a superpower I would have? Um, I feel like that's probably changed too for me. I think in the past I've said like turning invisible. Um, you know, and I've said like not having to sleep, things like that. Um, did I think or did the last time did I say save states? Because it might be save states. I don't um, think you said save states last time. I'm trying to remember might be save states like i can start a save state and do whatever i want and if it goes bad or i die or whatever i can just go back uh so i can so i can try lots of shit so like you very know, very I, localized time travel basically yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i can turn the world into Westworld for like a minute you know and it's like <laughs> it's not like i'm gonna like do terrible things i'm not gonna murder people or something i just want to like <laughs> as always it just goes down to me wanting to taste antifreeze without consequences or like I keep mentioning or if, or if you actually wanted to murder someone just like you're just so mad at them you're like fuck it i'm gonna murder them and then reset it you're like oh that feels good now i'm not as mad at these yeah, people anymore like because that, I, you know I've, it's like i've murdered them <laughs> once. yeah like I've, I've, and then it's it made me feel like oh man i never want to do that again i feel sick you know uh Oh, then you know what you just did? Murder games. You just hmm. you just talked about you just this is the plot of Life is Strange. I don't know if you've played that or not, but that's Oh, I haven't. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's interesting though. The the mecha- the primary mechanic in that game is that you can like rewind time for a certain amount of time. So you can have mm-hmm. a conversation with an NPC and like say a bunch of shitty stuff and then rewind it and then start the conversation over to get different information out of them. So that'd be incredible. Like that's that's you know, cuz there's like people, you know, uh I was talking to my friend yesterday and realizing that like I have this like, weird realization that like I kind of have enemies, you know, like they're, they're, they're not serious enemies. They're not like they're going to you know storm my apartment or anything, but there are people where I'm like, yeah, I really don't fucking like this guy. And because of circumstances in life, I'm exposed to them a lot. 
you know, and so it's, it's nobody, you know, it's not talking about you. I'm not talking about Cole or anything. It's like, it's people, you know, but there are people who are just like, Oh, I just have to be around this dude. And I really don't like him. You know, like if I, if I had to put a name on that, like that's, that's my enemy. Uh, and it would be amazing just to like have a day of consequence free. Just like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. You know, like you are, and just like really let those people have it and then rewind. Like, I think I'd, I'd be way into that. It's a good, it's a good so. superpower. You should play Life is Strange too. The dialogue is horrendously funny, but it's fun. Yeah, I've always meant to. I just I, that those games are really up my alley. It's just like I've been staring yeah. down it, and it's like, you know, it's not long, but it's five episodes, and I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, I just haven't done it yet. Uh, my, How about you? Th- what uh, what would you do? After after some 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 work events this week, I think like just give me the basic ability to tell if somebody is telling me the truth or not. Like mm. I just I just kind of want to know if somebody is lying to me after after my crazy work week nowadays. I I thought about that before. I also think that could turn into a real nightmare, though. Yeah, I guess because so, if cause anybody's like, like I hope you have a good day, and they're like, No, you fucking don't. Yeah, there's, 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 tons, of, there's tons of like tons of little lies that like really hold society together, you know. Yeah, just a, um, a bunch of tiny white lies knitting the society to, together. Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe that's maybe that's a worse superpower too. Yeah, that would be that would be really rough. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done anything with that, like in uh, in in the comics, or I haven't really seen that in fiction either. You know, we're the, like exploring the dark side of that that kind of quote unquote power. I feel like I've seen that, but the only thing I'm remembering is the lion cat from Saga. Um, mm. But that's not like uh, like she, that cat just like says the word lying at you if you're lying. So that's not really like a deep dark thing. Hmm. Yeah, but still, still pretty similar. You know, yeah. like if I had a cat next to me that when someone wished me a good day and they didn't want me to have a good day and the cat said lying, I'll be like, oh, oh fuck, you know that sucks. Um, in that case, I'll, I'll take that back and I'll just say fireworks because everyone loves fireworks. I'll be Jubilee. Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, I'm just gonna like shoot some fireworks in the sky for some kids or something. That seems like that would make some people's yeah. day. One day a year, very popular. Hmm. Um, you're next with Mai's answer. Uh, yeah, my Mai says uh, on the Slack. Uh, if you want, uh, so I guess it is up to us whether oh, we want to answer sorry. this question. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, I, I just, I'm into thank you, Mai. <laughs> um, do you have a preference for when the show takes a straight idea from the comics and tries to map it onto the show, even though the history from the comics might make it understandable? Uh, even though that history that might make it understandable is absent, or when the show takes a theme and a character and adapts it their own way, though the adaptation might be pretty bad. Uh, so to clarify, the um, it's, do we want a straight adaptation that uh, makes no sense if you don't know the comics? Uh, you know, so there's a lot of background missing, but it's very accurate. Or something that kind of takes that into account, but maybe the overall quality is not super great. It's not a very good, or it's not a very good adaptation. It's not the overall quality. It takes a lot of uh, liberties with it, but it makes sets things up for for everyone and is kind of more adapted to the medium. I, um, as a fan of the comics, I kind of like just doing direct adaptations. Like we kind of saw this with the uh, uh, well, we Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the Acolytes. So, no, 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 no. We, yeah. We recorded that, but that's not how <laughs> Yeah, no. Just thinking about the, the Dark Phoenix saga and how I think that worked really well. Like, I came out of that feeling pretty positive about the Dark Phoenix saga. So, mm. versus something like, um, you know, Mr. Tenisher's trip to the Savage Land, which yeah. <laughs> made, made no fucking sense to me whatsoever. So, I, I guess I would prefer them to take those established kind of stories and adapt them in ways if they need to, but still have them kind of make sense to the characters. Hmm. Mm-hmm, 
Yeah. Um, I, I think that I, I, I like a, because I have the benefit of all that context. I would prefer to have, I, I like something that is a better adaptation because that's part of why you watch the show is to like see stuff you've read about and see stuff you already care about portrayed in a new way. Uh, you know, I don't know if it necessarily makes for a better show because even stuff, you know, we t- we're going to, that episode is going to come out in a while, this, this episode with the acolytes and like, that might be incomprehensible to somebody who doesn't know who the acolytes are. Uh, but I still, it, I had a lot of fun with that. I, uh, yeah. I, I, and just in general, when it comes to adapt, adapting media nowadays, I really, really, I try my best to stay away from the concept of like, well, this doesn't match the source material, right? Cause yeah, I, f- I feel like if you get stuck in there, like you're never going to be able to enjoy anything. So you know, trying to do that with the Dark Tower movie that just came out and failing miserably because <laughs> it was so terrible. And I'm going to go see it this weekend, and I'm super excited about it because, like, by all it's accounts, it's, it's a really great movie. And I'm, you know, I haven't read the book in a while. I watched the I watched the Tim Curry version not too long ago, and that k- kind of holds up, mostly because of Tim Curry and mostly because of that one scene at the uh, Chinese restaurant. Um, but otherwise, it's kind of silly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know when the last time you saw that movie is, but it's it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen it semi recently. I remember liking it quite a bit even then. Um, mm-hmm. You know, finding it, uh, you know, obviously it's it's silly, yeah. right? But it's like I remember still liking it. Like there are weird things that happen in it that are still really cool scenes. Like the thing in the library where all the balloons are popping, mm-hmm. they're full mm-hmm. of blood, and no one's noticing. You know, that's like getting on them and stuff. There are a lot of like haunting images and things in it, and it and it doesn't end with a dumb orgy in the sewers, which like. <laughs> No matter, like, the Stephen King fans keep trying to convince me that that's, like, it's, yeah, that, like, the worst thing anyone will say about that is that it's weird, but no one will say it's bad. And the implication seems to be that, like, oh, no, like, the story somehow sells that all these, like, 12-year-olds fuck and finger-bang each other, and that's how they fight Eldrick Evil. And, like, man, it just seems like a way more obvious explanation that, like, no, like, it's a good story with this one kind of dumb part, and Stephen King doesn't know how to keep his fucking characters' dicks in their pants. You know, as as a thing, like everyone's always got to finger bang somebody because like it's Stephen King and it's misguided. It's just a, a quirky ass because no writer is perfect, you know. So I don't know. It's, it's very hard for me to believe from the outside. And again, I've never read it. It's very hard for me to believe that like that scene feels good and is, you know, emotionally resonant and like somehow OK. <laughs> it's it's weird because uh, a lot of stuff that Stephen King was writing Back in the day, and I'm 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 a self-professed huge Stephen King fan, right? And uh, I heard you talking mm. about this on the uh, episode of Radio Free Midworld that you did. That you you missed Stephen King when you were younger, and that's definitely like where I came into my like I was reading Stephen King when I was fucking eleven years old. It was ridiculous. Um, but like coming to those books when you're young, you think like, oh yeah, this is perfectly normal behavior for everybody. And then like rereading some of this now, like seeing really negative reactions from Autumn and Mai and Allison. Uh, about when they were reading the book or listening to the audiobook about like some of the language being used and like some of the concepts and like some of the weird sexual abuse things that happen in the book that even outside of the child sex orgy, right? Like there's some like, Hey, give me a hand job in this, in this, you know, trash pile or whatever. Like there's some weird stuff that happened in that. <laughs> sure. Like that's, that's you, not good. Good sentence. Like, even outside <laughs> of the child orgy, there's sometimes stuff like give me a hand job in this trash pile. You know, <laughs> thank you Stephen King, for, for your blessings upon our, upon the English language. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, coming to that stuff now, I I have a hard time seeing. I would have a hard time defending any of Stephen King's writings from from that day. Like it's just now gotten to the point in the last five or six years where that dude can end a book without a you know 
mentally challenged person or a person of color that is also mentally challenged having some like magic communication with the alien slash abyss monster slash whatever that fixes everything at the end right he's just now getting away from that (laughs) that was every book for about 10 or 15 years it's 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 a real classic thing where like it's it's you know uh if you like something not everything about it has to be good it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you can't like you know you can't like it so it's like it's possible like pick and choose the things that you like um you know uh, and it, uh, I mean, even about the things that you like. So it's like, you can still really like Stephen King while admitting that there's some dumb bullshit in there. Uh, you know, and, and it's, uh, that this feels like it's, it's gotta be one of those things, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's not even, it doesn't even mean he's bad or a bad person or a bad writer. It just means it was like at his time, he's figuring some stuff out, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. I haven't read tons, but my understanding is that like, it's not just about those kind of endings. It's like endings in general or something. Oh like yeah. It took him a long time to figure out, you know? And it's like, that's cool. You know, everybody moves at their own pace. Like I get it. Um, and you know, hey, endings are hard. Like you've written books, like ending a book yeah. is a hard thing to do. Like coming up with like some sort of satisfying conclusions for this, like crazy bullshit that you just spent a thousand pages writing about the end of the world. Yeah. Like, it's going to be difficult to do that. And if it's a literal hand of God coming out of the sky, like that, that's just what, you, that's what you get. Sorry. Yeah. It's way easier to, to come up with premises, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think he's ex- exceedingly good at that. And that's why I like, you know, he's one of the most popular authors of all time. Premises and characters. But, yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've heard very good things about it. And I'm probably going to go see it too. Even though like the like Tim Curry's performance as it is one of my all time favorite things. And I will miss it. You know, like yeah. whoever this new guy is, I'm sure he's fine, but like it's not Tim Curry is it, which I am. I'm very into. I'm actually familiar, familiar with this dude. There was a, um, in fact, I can bring this back to the X-Men. There's a TV show on Netflix. I don't actually know if it was anywhere else. Um, oh man, I'm not just, the name escapes me, but, uh, the actress that plays Jean Grey is on it. And, uh, there's like vampires and werewolves and this dude, the dude that's playing it is one of the vampires and uh, they haven't been locked mm. in a war for centuries or anything. It's not that thing. Hemlock Groove, maybe. I think that's it. Hemlock okay. Groove. That sounds right. But he plays like a, a weird self-possessed vampire creature. Yep. That's the dude. Mm-hmm. So and he's, okay. he was really good on that too. Um, Interesting. Shout out to Hemlock Grove for having some of the most absolutely disgusting werewolf transformations I've ever seen. Like it looks like it, they made it look like it was extraordinarily painful to turn into a werewolf, which is kind of my jam. <laughs> like if you're going to mm. like, I don't want yeah. werewolves to be sexy, <laughs> right? I want it to be like a yeah. horrifying thing. So yeah. anyway, uh, our good friend, Dr. Static, uh, AKA Brian uh-huh. from Slack. Uh, he's asked which X-Men would be the most unpleasant to lick. Let's limit this to our animated cast because uh, okay. I feel like if we expand this into the comics in general, like it's going to take yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of really unpleasant skin feel, tongue feel mutants out there. Yeah, there's there's one named Maggot. So, um, yeah, out of the animated cast, like probably Beast, I guess. That's what I was going to go for as well, just because yeah. nobody likes to lick fur. Um, yeah, it's it's unpleasant. Like I kiss roars all the time, and like it's not always great. Yeah, so. yeah, that's not. <laughs> is he within earshot right me, now? Roar is you're yeah. a fine cat. Don't let him talk to yeah, talk no, to you that way. He's good. I'm just saying the kisses aren't always great. Like it's like, Roars, that is fine. abuse. You can talk to yeah. me. You have places to go. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, I think it's definitely Beast. Although uh, I would be tempted to compare Beast with uh, Xavier's stubbled head, bald head. So, oh sure, because I bet yeah. that's... and the Wolverine would be no great shakes. You know, of course, like he's hairy and sweaty. <laughs> You know, and, but it's not quite as furry. 
<laughs> and here's the thing is like you lick beast you have to hear him talk about it like <laughs> oh. to be licked is unpleasant but like a summer's day that like oh my god <laughs> you know, like, uh, like, fresh like the rain uh, on a green forest mountain yeah oh, okay hank just hold still so i can lick you <laughs> yeah look at this i didn't ask for your life story gambit paid me ten dollars to do this just make it quiet okay <laughs> um, everything coming up gambit <laughs> Gambit, where are you getting all this money to pay people to lick the other mutants for you? <laughs> Gambit don't need to answer no question. <laughs> Gambit, take the fifth, yeah. <laughs> Gambit be pleading that fifth. Uh, <laughs> you need a great like trade paperback. <laughs> like yeah, just like imagine that as being like a very long arc. Yeah, like for it to be like a like a D level plot over like a twelve issue thing, right? Where just it keeps happening and nobody knows why. <laughs> like one person yeah. just keeps going to it just happened like why did you just lick me jubilee or yeah, whoever and just in the background you see like a pair of glowing eyes <laughs> yeah like, and you know in the shadows it's a big smile uh that's good yes <laughs> um yeah so probably beast out of yeah. the uh out of the yeah. comics for sure mm-hmm. or i guess um, uh shout out to licking rogue which would literally cause you to go to a coma if you're oh human. that's that's true so, even though hey 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 I'm getting there, eh, Sherry? Um, it's, it's not about the destination. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about the journey. Jay App, aka Jared from Slack, says, uh, rank the least interesting X-plots uh, between Patches and Madripoor, Logan in Japan, X-Men in space, or the Savage Land? That's, that's, a, that's a brutally hard question. Um, and then, uh, why do you think we've never seen dupe on the big or small screen? Um, dupe for people who don't know ecstatic's character it is a green alien uh creature who speaks his own language and stuff again do the easiest question first i think there's a chance we could see not dupe in like one of the movies but like if they did a new cartoon they could have like dupe be a receptionist or something like that like they've done uh in the past in the comics well, i could think about I it, see that dupe is just like an intelligent slimer right like i feel like if they just mm-hmm. did slimer's effect they, you could pull that off um it just would look it's just extraordinarily goofy for the tone that the modern day movies. Yeah, are. people are like, why, why are you letting that monster live with you? <laughs> why you know? is Slimer in this? Ex- and why is Sansa yeah. talking? Why is Sansa Stark talking to Slimer? I don't understand Slimer. what's going on in this movie. <laughs> it's, it's like all, all my terrible convention T-shirts have all come true. Um, the, First they uh, came for the Ghostbusters, and now they're back for the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't. I, I just don't think that we'll see an adaptation of him on like a, a in the movie, but I, I could totally see him showing up in a weird cartoon thing. So yeah, cartoon yes, movie no. Mm-hmm. All the all the uh, recent Avengers cartoons have been super good, and like they do, hmm. they pull crazy uh, like weird villains from the Avengers, uh, you know, stable. So if they ever get around to getting back the rights to X Men and rebooting that and making it a franchise again, I, I could see that happening. So. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Um, but what least interesting to most interesting of like my four least like ex- favorite X Men tropes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab in the dark, and out of the four of these, I'm gonna say X Men in Space is probably my my favorite out of the four. Like my, my I was gonna say valedictorian of summer school. <laughs> like it's good job, yeah. but you didn't not a, not a big effort. Um, yeah. <laughs> but ranking these next three are gonna be really difficult because I don't like any of them. Like with 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 Space X Men, good things have happened in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there have been cool stories. It's not my favorite thing. I don't love X-Men in space, but it's not impossible for cool things to happen in it. Um, um I'm going to, I will go ahead. And for me, uh, I'm going to put patches and Madripoor at the bottom. 
Um, I hate those comic and uh, comics and I hate Wolverine dressing up as an alter ego. That's just him <laughs> with an eye patch and a white suit. Like, I think it's so stupid. It's really and, bad. Uh, it, Chris I, Claremont got very obsessed with Madripoor and then the nineties X-Men were really into Madripoor. Like people are very into Madripoor and I don't really even understand what it's supposed to be. You know, um, like I don't understand where it's supposed to be, what their culture is or anything like that. I've read tons of comics there. Uh, so yeah, fuck Madripoor. Yeah, I live. Uh, I live just in, like a, you know, I live in America, so I want to talk about. I want to see comics in Madra Rich. Am I right? <laughs> That's where I want to <laughs> see. <stuff. laughs> Yikes! Um, I yeah. see this patches and this Logan in Japan thing are kind of tied for me because I despise all of the samurai sword bullshit with Wolverine. Like it's just not yeah. anything that I'm I'm into. So. But boy, I'd hate the Savage Land too. So I guess in let's see, rank the least interesting X plots. I guess I would go most interesting is X Men in Space, and then below mm. that is man. I don't. I guess I'm gonna go Savage Land and then tie for the Wolverine bullshit in the bottom. I, I think yeah. that's where I'm gonna. I, I'm, where I'm gonna settle out. That that's very similar. To, I think that's where I'm at too. Because there's nothing cool that happens in the Savage Land, but like at the very least, all the X Men are there. You know, it's not just Wolverine going off and just like essentially endlessly avenging ex-girlfriends. Like that's what happens with Wolverines in Japan. <laughs> a series of escalating yeah. ex-girlfriends. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just a, ser- <laughs> yeah, a series of ex- ex-girlfriends have been killed by the Silver Samurai or the Hand, two of the worst villains. And then it's just him, you know, going back there. So like mapping a samurai kind of mythology and mindset, like one, I might go out of my way, you know, go out on a limb and say like, I think samurais are really boring. Um, but even if they weren't like Wolverine doesn't need that, you know, Wolverine's already got his own personality, like turning him into this weird Ronin, like samurai thing. Like I don't necessarily think it's a great fit. Uh, so yeah, so that, and then, but it's even stupider. Like if, if he has a patch and a, and a white coat, which is pretty much what the Madripoor shit is. So it's yeah, like, yeah, the Wolverine solo stuff is going to be less than the team stuff. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so tough, uh, tough questions though. T- really, really tough questions, Jared. Like some of the yeah. worst of the worst X-Men on, on offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 intense. Um, we have one last question. Okay, uh, this is from our friend Sirig as well that popped up in my email box. Um, <clears throat> I've not read this yet, so we'll see if it's a. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what it is. Um, he says, uh, "So as you go into the most lore adapty season of the cartoon, um, are you on edge or looking forward to weird remix, remixes of stuff you may or may not be familiar with with the source material?" Uh, Follow up: How funny is it that a Cronenberg film? Uh, means that an iconic X-Men villain gets their name changed this year. It's the brood. Uh, so that means there is a movie coming out called the brood and the X-Men uh, villain gets the, you know, cannot copyright infringe on that. Ah, I think okay. applying. Um, which I did. I didn't know the brood have not shown up in the comics in a long time. Um, I wonder if they will, if they will care uh, to change them or they'll just like retire them because they were always bad, but it is very weird. Or just call um, it as like any, literally anything like call them xenomorphs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or like the you know the the clutch, the hive, the yeah. hive. There we go. I did it. Sure, you got <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, I I am I looked forward to what episodes we have coming up uh, in this last season. And when he says like lore adapty, um, like lore feels like a, a weird word to me because lore adapty I think of like Phoenix stuff, like big X Men mythology things. This is more like specific one off storylines and shit. Like we get a, we get an episode about the Phalanx Covenant. Um, we get all kinds of weird shit here and I'm here for it because all of this stuff, uh, the X-Men cartoon ended before I stopped reading comics. So they're not going to adapt anything I'm not familiar with. 
Yeah. Um, I, I am, this is all in my wheelhouse. So like the Felix covenant, fucking, I lived it, man. Like it, it, it's a bad, it's like a really bad storyline, but I <laughs> bought, I, I did the crossover. Like I bought every issue that tied into the Phalanx covenant. Like I was all there for it. So you had the poster and with uh, the, with the, with the little check boxes and you were marking them off as you went. <laughs> yeah. All my favorite phalanxes. I was collecting them all. Um, it was the birth of uh, generation X and generation X was like the first X-Men comic I got in on the ground floor and like collect, you know, got, went into the comic store and bought the number one, like weirdly proud that I was finally getting a chance to read an X-Men comic from the beginning, you know? Um, mm-hmm. it, so it was, uh, I am, I am here for it, here for it, here for it. I think it's going to be a cool season, like probably is going to have some dumb shit, but I'm hoping that the bad episodes are very weird, which is how the season starts. Uh, spoiler is with two episodes that are, it's hard to call good, but are like some of the weirdest things we've covered for the show. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, we, so like we, we mentioned this earlier, but we've, we've already recorded a few episodes, um, because we're trying to get pretty significantly ahead because it makes our lives easier when we do that. Um, and so we, I, we've, we've dipped our toe in and I've really liked part of that and disliked part of that. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, like I'm, and, and looking into the future episodes, like I'm, I'm all in, I'm not, I'm not nervous at all. Like I like anything that the, these X-Men animated series can bring to me, I, I am ready for. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention, yeah, look, look uh, real quick. Okay. Or go, go ahead. I, I just I was going to go to a to a different question. I have one more thing I want to I want to talk about. But if we were still on Surge's question, we can we can get there. Oh yeah, I was just going to look and uh, double check what uh, what episodes like because there's some there's at least one other real weird thing we have to look forward to, other than the thing that's coming that I was like they're adapting that. Um. Oh, I mean, yeah, all of the uh, the bishop's weird space imp. Hmm. Uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bishop and Shard. Uh, that's not yeah, shard. shard. Someone wrote into the Twitter and said that that ended up being um, like some fa- uh, Fantastic Four character. His little time imp was like I don't know, like a Mortalis oh. or something. That that's that's odd. I don't I don't know the Fantastic Four very well. Um, yeah, man, we get an episode with Cannonball. Getting uh, this is where the the Morlock Christmas comes up during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any like well? Is there any chance that times out to be around when Christmas is? Uh, it does. That's if I if my dates are right, and I haven't checked these against our actual release schedule lately. I have this coming out on December second. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So we can um, we can have yeah, a so, whole Christmas themed episode. <laughs> that's a uh, yeah. So I am I am here for it. Uh, I hate to tell you this, it. but that same episode that's going to be on Christmas is also is going to have uh we're going to cover the Lotus and the Steel. Which is uh, <laughs> oh, Wolverine it. takes a sabbatical I, I, to Japan. <laughs> so. I, I, I knew that was going to be the case. That's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So. Uh, thank you, Chris Claremont, for the worst episode titles ever. Uh, um, man, I, yeah. I'm just going to call uh, real quick as I was looking through our Twitter responses um, just mm-hmm. to make sure I had collected all of them. I noticed that uh, Brian Wade had added us, and it was he oh, was. Hey, re- Brian he was responding, responding to a, a tweet that I didn't see. And, uh, he was just saying, Hey, you should allow my friends, um, over at the days of future podcast, days of future cast to help you with that. And so I looked to see who he was responding to. Brian Wade is fucking adding porn stars about our podcast. Oh, uh, buddy. <laughs> he's Why? adding, he's adding April O'Neil, which is, I guess like the dorky porn star, but, but Brian, it's, why are you adding porn help, stars? Help her out with what? <laughs> she was saying uh, I have the X-Men cartoon theme song stuck in my head so at least it was a, a related oh, okay. thing so I can understand it but I just want to call Brian Wade out because who doesn't like to call Brian Wade out I want to call him out because he's following porn stars on Twitter <laughs> 
it's like the saddest shit in the world, man. When you see that, like you see somebody like, I mean, no offense to Ryan, Uh-oh. but like you see somebody like, you know, some, some porn star will be like, you know, it's nighttime and I'm super horny. And then like somebody will be like, yeah, I bet you are like, I'm doing, you know, everyone can see that, right? Like, oh yeah. You know, when you're, you're responding to this shit, like there, there's something about, uh, interacting with, um, it always happens. And, and, and I know this, Brian's not like this, but like, there's always happens when some like, you know, alt-right dipshit does something uh people will like clown on them by finding old like interactions they've had with porn stars on twitter where they're like you know mm, I, I you know i gotta I'll, I'll take those panties off your hands you know some kind of just like skeevy yep. shit they're just like this is just there for everybody man so uh, i just it, it, i just uh skim through this chick's uh profile real quick and then there's a tweet that says i had a at yeasty bagels last night and then had a dream about it and then one of the responses is you are gorgeous so thanks (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that's a tame version i've seen them way way worse like like, you know can you dip your toes in this bagel and feed it to me or whatever like it gets really wild on the on the porn star responses yeah 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 i i I did not know who this was and i'm I'm looking at it now and uh yeah come on brian Um, even though there's this awesome thing where she's just like showing off this like big ugly bruise on her arm yeah yeah that's that's (laughs) it's very funny and like two things below it's her grabbing some girls tits and stuff but sure you know it's it's and like you just you uh here's the thing i'm not here shaming anybody for what actually gets them off right like if you if you're just like man i want to look at pictures of this girl naked like go for it that's great i get it you know it's just but the the interacting thing is is just very like come on (laughs) Like, come on, bud. That's the thing that I think is is the saddest shit. Is man, we could we could do questions. A, this is like game facts gold to me, Gary. Like just looking through some of it, and it's like best boobs in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah um, I, I had uh, had no idea. So she said she this picture is just her topless when she says she's writing a porn script and then this dude says uh side note that couch is awesome <laughs> good job <laughs> <laughs> you know trying to Let me, trying to win those brownie points right trying to <laughs> that's a great hat yeah, it, it's like it, it is it is an extremely like ikea couch too <laughs> oh that's oh. good yeah, so that's going to finish our feedback episode for today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. What, if you know there's an X Men fan guy too. There's, there's an X Men guy who's just like, "Wow, you look beautiful." In response oh, to that, like, oh really? That's awesome. It's, it's a porn star. Like, it, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Anywho, we we can end. We can end with that. Are you sure? Well, because we can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is very games facts gold though. Like looking at, at this stuff is very. The only problem is we'd have to, uh, we're going to have to create a Twitter that follows a bunch of porn stars so we can see all the replies. (laughs) If you go, if you go to any of these people who are responding and go to their, their timelines too, there's like, there's layers of of kind of gold too. Cause like some of these timelines look exactly what you expect them. Oh yeah. Like I just like Twitter is just such a public place that I never thought of it as something like to do things like this, you know, just like, it just seems like I, I just, I feel exposed on Twitter. And it's not just because, like, you know, I don't have the tons of followers. It's just anybody could look, you know, you just Google it. And, there, you know, there they are. Like, there there I am, you know. Well, and especially now that, like, Twitter uh, surfaces all of your likes to other people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, like yeah. So if, if you're doing nothing, and, and Facebook does this, too. Like, I, um, I'm friends with, and he's not a coworker, but he's a work associate. And, um, like, made friends with him on Facebook. It gets my better judgment because I usually don't do that, but I was kind of 
in between mm. a rock and a Facebook place. And um, this this dude was like liking like like porn basically on Facebook, like mm. like you know this topless chick or whatever, or you know like this if you you know want to see her naked or retweet if you want to do her or whatever, like that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And uh, like and, uh, the next <laughs> the, the next time I saw him, I had to pull him aside and I'm like, hey, look. I'm down with whatever you want to do, but like, I don't know. Do you know how Facebook works? Because like, you know that yeah. all that's public. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And like, I showed him like at the screenshot that I would say, "It's like this is showing up in like my feed." So it's definitely like showing up in all of your relatives. <laughs> like, yeah. Further, you know that when a screen says retweet if this, you don't actually have to do it. You don't actually have to you do can it. You feel the thing without actually doing the retweet. You don't even have to like it. You could just look at it and be like, yeah. "Yep." Well, yeah, we've, yeah. You still got to see the boobs. Like if it says like like if you like these tits, like. What if I just like the tits and I don't want to like? Who's going to stop me? Yeah, you know, is there, are they going to dispatch like an Equifax task force to your house to like <laughs> shut down your dick? No, like excuse you can just me. get to look excuse at me. it. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. We heard yeah. that you uh, you looked at some boobs on the internet and didn't interact with the post. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. And it, when it clearly said like hit like if you like these boobs, and it's like, buddy, I you know, oh man. Just, and, and also when things like that too, whenever this happens again, and, and this is, I just want to clarify that we've moved far beyond bagging on Brian. Like this yes, is, this yes, is a general this is, thing. Absolutely. Uh, but like also like when people do that and they like watch Facebook and it's just somebody showing their tits, like you realize that there's a, there's a, you can, you can literally see any boob of any type that you want all the time in any context. Like we all carry supercomputers in our pockets that I can show two people doing anything I want who look like anything I want, like all the time. Like you can just like, why are you getting your porn from Facebook? You know, like I don't understand that part of it either. So <laughs> too much, my dude, I just, uh, I, I used tweet bot on the Mac. And so I was going through these responses again. Right. So I'm gonna send you this screenshot mm-hmm. and like, imagine if people were looking up Gary Butterfield and like, they looked up your Twitter profile picture and were like, Oh, so this is what Gary likes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Da, 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 da. Uh, Upload. <clears throat> All right. Oh, how do I make it bigger? It should be original. A- there we go. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so, so for the listeners out there. <laughs> It's like at the bottom of, of, of Tweetbot, you just see like a grid of all of the like, you know, pictures or movies that they've uploaded. It is literally nothing but porn stores. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one awesome picture of some garlic bread and some <laughs> <fucking> spinach. <laughs> I miss the garlic bread. In my defense, there was a lot of boobs on display, so I missed the garlic bread. Yeah, but yeah there's that straight it's up just a little like bit of garlic a, bread. <laughs> it's like a captcha, like you're proving out a bot by Checkmarking all of the things here that resemble garlic bread. <laughs> nope, that's Belladonna. You, you fail to your robot. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a focaccia. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, this even his um his bio too, which is a horny actor looking to make it in movies and TV. Good, good job, horny actor. Yeah. Um, with, uh, oh man. Ooh, yeah, that was. Thank you, Brian, for introducing yeah, us thanks, to this Brian. world. <laughs> thanks, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friend of the show Brian Wade yeah. <clears throat> so uh, let's get out of here thank you everybody for listening we really appreciate it uh, we're going to be back in two weeks 
Um, if you're a Patreon member over at patreon.com slash stuckfeedtv, you can get that episode a week early if you're at the appropriate tier. So next week you'll be listening to the first episode of season four where we covered um, Love in Vain and A Deal with the Devil to high great episodes. Very weird episodes. Um, you can keep up, keep up with the show at Days of Future Cast slash schedule. I believe I've updated that now so you can go and see what episodes of the show we're going to be covering on what episodes of the podcast. Um, what else, Gary? Um, if you want to support the network, the best thing you can do is support us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, uh, give us a couple bucks a month. Um, $2 gets you access to, uh, boy, a bunch of stuff. Um, you get a little welcome package and everything. $5 gives you that early release mm-hmm. thing. Um, and the rewards just get better as you have more to give. Um, we are fairly close to getting our next show, uh, Heartbeat City, which I would love to have uh, happen. We have to, uh, some people might be like, hey, you guys made that. We did for like 40 minutes. And then uh, somebody's card got declined or something like that. So we have to be a little bit of it, you know, be above it to uh, make it past card declinations and stuff. But we're getting close. I think we'll probably do it this month or next month we'll probably make it with the kind of three steps forward, two steps back way that uh, Patreon works for us. So, uh, but if you're listening to this and you don't support us, um, you know, even a dollar, like you don't, you know, you just get access to Patreon polls and stuff, but it's like, you won't even notice it. Like it'll just be a dollar that goes out of your debit account, um, a month. So it is, it is, you know, 3.4 cents a day or something like that. Uh, but if, if everyone who listened to this did this, it would make a big difference. So, um, you can make a difference even without a lot of money. Um, the other thing you can do is do ratings and reviews. Uh, that's very helpful. Um, go to iTunes and, uh, people have been very kind with those and we appreciate it. Um, you can also tell people about the show. Those are the big three things. Have they actually been kind? I, uh, I'm sad to say that I have not recently read any reviews for the show. <laughs> I haven't looked it up recently. Um, I, I need to go check it out. Just in general. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't looked it up either. We have, uh, when Cole set up Slack, he set up a thing. There's a channel there that shunts reviews. Oh, um, of most, uh, so it doesn't do it at this show because the show came out um, after the after he set it up. Mm. Yeah, but it show you know uh, bonfires of chat reviews and watch our fireball reviews. Those things pop up in there. Um, these are feature cast. I have to manually look up. Yeah, um, so I don't always do it. But uh, up until you know last time I looked, everyone was very nice. And uh, looking at it now, I think that it is still everyone being very nice. So, thanks. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. Gary, you are at G A R Y B U H. Correct. Thought yeah. so. Um, yeah, and feel free to uh, to tweet. Um, talk X Men. You can find the show at D O F C Cast at Twitter as well, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you can talk specifically about uh, X Men stuff. Not that you can't tweet either of us, but that's the the show's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably about it. That's it. We'll uh, we'll see you in two weeks with more episodes of the X Men animated series. Yeah. Stop following yeah. those porn porn sites, y'all. Stop following them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I'm Jeremy Greer.
And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where me and Gary cover. Oh all shit, things. Jeremy, I'm not recording. Yeah. Thank goodness I remember that. I opened the, the app, but. Didn't hit the button. All right, now I'm recording. There we go. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, those, those, uh, I mean, out of all the things to redo, this would be an easy thing to redo, but I sure, don't yeah, want to. So. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Okay. Um, what was I saying? I'm uh, you're saying <laughs> okay. 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 one more time. <laughs> yeah. What is going on with all these pill bottles, Jeremy? Dude, you sound like me. I just, just, I just uh, every two hours, I just walk over to Autumn and like feed me whatever pills that I'm due right now. <laughs> she hands me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get myself an Autumn to. You, to yeah, everybody. Every, everybody needs an Autumn. Let me tell you. Like like the, the Amazon Autumn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell her you said that. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I'm dehumanized. Tell her I'm dehumanized her <laughs> by referring to her as a robot. Gary said that she he wanted a robot version of you. Is that creepy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's creepy. I don't really mean it unless you're into it. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, unless you're into it, um, I'm just kidding. Unless you're serious, I'm just kidding. Unless you're serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zelda's real good. Zelda's real fucking good, dog. I I want I wanted to play it more. Uh, I only put in about two hours to it, but it's uh, I really really like it. I can I can. There are a couple of things like dark clouds on the horizon, like that are pretty minor. Like I uh, I ran into the the big rock golem guy. Yeah. Um. You know, and I was like, this is really hard. You know, this guy one shots me. Should I be able to kill him now? Well, I bet you I can. So I'm going to keep trying until I do it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I beat him, and then I was just like, oh, I just got a bunch of gems. Like I don't. Uh, you know, this isn't that exciting. Like I would have liked like a cool piece of equipment or something. I wish somebody you know? had told me that um, you should totally sell gems and you shouldn't really hang on to them. Like okay. you know, by, by the time you'll need the, by the time you're going to get to the point that you'll need uh, like gems to upgrade stuff with, like you'll have ready access. Like you'll just know like, Oh, I can just go to the mountain range over there and like bust up these things and get a bunch of gems. Um, Cause I held on to mine forever. Pe- people have told poor. me not to sell anything. Oh, see, so, see, I I didn't. I was poor the entire time. Like, and the number one resource in this game to me, like, is fucking arrows. Like, I want to have arrows all the time, and it just, man, it was just, I was fucking so poor, I couldn't afford arrows. <laughs> it was miserable. Uh, so I've like just recently went and sold like all but like ten or five of whatever resource. I didn't sell any diamonds or rubies or sapphires because they seem like readily rare. But like opals and ambers and all that stuff, I just got rid of that shit. Okay, good, good to know. Yeah. Um, that game is super good like that game having that on my wii u while i'm playing through fucking dark souls 3 dlc is really really difficult because <laughs> i'm like i can yeah. play in zelda which is a little bit more rewarding right now and that's that's I, i'm going through something very similar to that um i was going to get ahead on assignment play because we're going to that convention uh, in a couple of weeks and then uh couldn't because the emulation thing failed so i had to buy a physical copy of something which is what bought me some time to play zelda oh, so i'm gonna cool. get a little bit ahead on that which is nice yeah that'll be cool uh oh. The other thing about Zelda, um, shit, I had something I was going to tell you that was going to be like a hint that I can't, I can't fucking remember now. Oh, well, doesn't matter. I'll, if I remember it, I'll shoot it to you or whatever. Cool. All right, dude. Have a good um, one. Yeah, you too. Thanks. And have a good, uh, good recording. I will. Talk to you later. Bye.